Hello and welcome to the 17th episode of Beyond the Present Podcast. My name is Daniel Morgan. I'm here joined by Pujix, live from Canada. Hey there, my man. How's it going? Hey there, guys. How are you? I am wonderful, and I hope that you are the same. And of course, guys, Kenny is back. That's right. He's back for yet another episode, and he's right here with us. So, Kenny, my man, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to be back on the show. Fantastic. Glad to have you on board with us. So today we are talking about the issue of going back to school after a long break. So going back to school does not mean going back to school after the summer break. Let's be honest. Let's just clear that out right now. We're talking about going back to school after having left for a while, perhaps working, starting your own business, and then deciding you want to get more education. So to go any further, let's start off with Kenny and and his story, what happened to him, basically. So Kenny, why don't you tell us about yourself and what exactly happened to you that you decided to go back to school? Um, That's a very good question. Um, When I was doing my undergrad, I was really um, excited about a lot of courses that I took during my undergrad. And I was in... I was generally enthusiastic about what material the professors were teaching and all that. So I was always connected, even after I left um, school after my undergrad and went to the work, I went to the industry. Um, but I, I always kept in touch with what's going on, you know, through friends who were still in school or through my juniors. And um, um, I always had this inkling in me to uh, for master's. Uh, at that time, I did not know what master's would uh, uh, garner my attention, uh, but that was something that was always in the back of my head. Interesting. Before we go any further, I want to know about your major, by the way, in bachelor's, and also what industry you got in after you graduated. Oh, so I did a bachelor's in computer science, um, uh, software engineering, and I took a fair bit of math courses in addition to computer science. Uh, so right after I graduated, um, I went in the IT. I worked for a bank uh, in Toronto, headquartered here. Um, I got there right out of school, uh, had a job lined up uh, before the end of my last semester, and I worked there uh, for two years. Interesting. So did you like your job, by the way? Was it the kind of job you wanted? Was it the kind of thing you expected after you graduated? It was something definitely what I expected. Um, being a software developer, I've also done internships uh, during my undergrad. So I had uh, industry experience uh, coming out of school. Uh, so I had a fair bit of uh, expectations and what kind of technologies are existent or prevalent in the industry and what is, um, you know, what is um, so, you know, like the hot topic and what's, uh, what are people looking at the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and being in the industry uh, kind of, you know, gave me the opportunity to, you know, work on those skills, be, at, you know, working with a certain framework that you use for software development. I got to play with that um also within within the bank within the during my two years um i ensured that i try to get you know as much um you know in terms of different skills because um you can get that too comfortable too fast and i wanted to you know like um you know try different things and i was in a program where they basically rotate you in different uh, positions and Mm -hmm. that gave me the opportunity to to you know go from an internal facing application to a public facing application to an application that generates um uh, the most amount of revenue for the bank um and then back to an internal application so it it was a fair bit of uh, one thing about um, that uh, uh constantly changing your positions i hope your position was not changed to a janitor just in just for the sake of it or something <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, even though um 
even though there's a joke that I, I, I shared with Puya all the time when I was in school. Um, and then I would, I would just, you know, make up a company and then he would ask me, uh, oh, so where are you going for work? And I would just make up a company. He's like, oh, wow, that's really good. So what are you doing? And I would tell him, oh, I'm, I got the job of a head janitor. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that's part of the learning process, I guess. And before I go any further, by the way, I got a question right off the bat because it's not about this topic necessarily, but it's about what you did for two years. You see, nowadays, cause I work internationally and I use the, uh, application, the uh, basically uh, iOS apps of many different banks around the world. And my question is this, because you've worked in this field and you're also a software engineer. How safe are these banking apps? Because nowadays, from my perspective, almost 95% of all of my transactions are done online. So can we rely on these apps? Can we rely on online banking from your perspective? Um, I think because everything is um, turning to the online world, it's a bank is essentially approaching uh you know in the same direction um so anything from a transaction point of view to monitoring transactions to seeing how much you're spending um i think banks are doing a really good job and then they are testing and they when they release uh an enhancement or uh, the bank that i worked for when they released an enhancement or feature it was a very well tested and, and the customers would appreciate uh the new feature for example you know like when uh taking a picture of your check and depositing using your phone and not going to the branch when that came in that was uh, very helpful for the customers because now they did not have to go to a bank or an ATM machine to deposit the check um, like those pain points I think uh, with banks it's, it's pretty you know simple because <clears throat> you know essentially what people do the most and how can you turn that into digital experience and that's essentially uh, if you can master that which what most banks do you can have a good turnaround of people and then anytime you uh, launch a new app, uh, you would be sure that there would be a minimum amount of downloads, for example. Um, I'll give you another example where the bank that I worked for, they launched a product where they would track, they would, it would actually track your spending and it would give you a notification anytime you do, you spend outside and it would give you um, a, a statistic on how compared to the last year uh, of that month, how much are you spending you're wow. doing today? I love these things, man. It's pretty cool. So based upon your experience, we can rely on online banking a lot more than the past. Yeah, for sure. Fantastic. And, uh, Very well. Bank- that's pretty cool. So now let's go with the topic here. Uh, before I go any further, let's now go to Pujix. So Pujix, this phenomenon is uh, occurring a lot these days. Uh, at the same time, we're seeing a lot of criticism regarding the value of education, especially academic education and so on and so forth when it comes to working. So what is your perspective on going back to school after you've left and uh, worked in the industry for a while? Right. Well, as you know, I sort of did that like uh, almost three years ago. I, after high school, I didn't actually go to university technically. And I used to spend my life uh, self-studying, going to to business, uh, like doing my own things, uh, doing, uh, you know, contract jobs or, or stuff like that. Uh, and after a certain point, I was like, you know what, I just actually want to go back to school. And the reason for that wasn't because I wanted a better job, better pay or whatever. It might, have happened to, it might have happened because of uh, a better a better degree or a degree or something but that was not my purpose and that is my point of view on on the education i i don't care if you want to use it as an avenue to increase your revenue you know in a way or the other but then my point of view on education is education shouldn't be chosen uh, chosen because it just increases your paycheck 
and that just be it. Very it good. could be one of the reasons, but the main reason for me is that you do education because of education, for the sake of education. You don't do it for any other reason. And that's why I did it. Personally, I went back to school, and that was my personal reason on the matter. Fantastic. So you both had this experience, basically. And let's start now, uh, again, with uh, Kenny about his story. So now you're back to school, or you're going to? <laughs> So, yeah, I would be starting my uh, master's uh, in September, so in about three weeks from now. Fantastic. And how does it feel like, by the way, to go back? I mean, like literally you've been away from this whole environment for two years now. So how does right. it feel like to be yeah. uh, going back to school after two years of break? I feel in the beginning it was it was um, that um, that feeling of being scared, which I think is very normal, uh, especially when you're doing something out of the ordinary or you know like you're used to something and now you're okay you know i want to change or i want to go in in my case for a master's degree so there was that sense of unexpectedness or you know like the uncertain what's going to happen right but um i think that the main thing um uh, going back to Puga's point is the idea of knowing what you want. And in this case, I, I had an inkling of what kind of masters I wanted to do. And, um, I looked into it and I read about it. It was interesting. And at the same time, it was in the same school that I did my undergrad in. And I know the school fairly well. I live in the same city and I know the access, uh, that through this program, what kind of access it would provide me, not just to my degree, but also to the researchers on school. And I feel, uh, especially when you make a decision like this, um, I think you should also think from point of view, okay, you're not just going to school for, you know, just your courses and your exams, but you're also going to the school for a broad range of network, a broad range of individuals you're going to meet from different walks of life. And then that's going to grow your network, both personal and professional. And you're going to meet a lot of interesting people. So that's, that's, that was the thing that, you know, uh, got me going. And that initial feeling of being scared was just, um, I think it's natural. Anytime you do something um, different, you I think it's very natural for you to be nervous or scared. Uh, but then the goal of why you're doing, uh, why you want to do it, I think that would give you that confidence in going ahead and being like, okay, no, this is what I want. And uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. Fantastic. Now back to Pujix. So you also uh, took the leap, if you will, and you try to go back to school. First of all, why did you do it? And more importantly, how did it feel like? Because I'm not sure. I think you're still in school right now. You're going for a bachelor's right now or master's yep. yeah yeah that's well, right it's a bachelor's degree after a long time <laughs> that's right so how, how does it feel like by the way to be back in school and uh to study for your degree i i really love it even when i got into school i i actually uh got in got into it doing the program the camera graduated in computer science but then i pivoted not that it's majorly different but then i pivoted towards physics and then eventually i wanted do data science and data stuff in general, data analysis and all that. Hold on a second. So, Are you saying uh, you changed major three times? Mm, well, no, I, I still am doing physics, but then like in life, I want to do data. Interesting. So, so right now your major is physics. Yes. Fantastic. Wow. You're the next uh, Einstein, right? <laughs> Pretty cool, <laughs> well, man. I, I love wish. it. I love it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. The so theory of the irrelativity. About- I like it. Go for this one. It sounds pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Exactly. I'm going to 
create something very like relatively relative. Awesome, relative. awesome! <laughs> I love it. Fantastic. Uh, joke aside, like I really, first of all, the reason I chose physics is actually there are many reasons. One of them being uh, I don't do physics just for the sake of doing physics. I do it as a way of life. I I think of it as a way of life, as a way of thinking. It's not just uh, just a program or a degree for me. It's actually I appreciate it. I I love it. So it, it speaks with me very well. And when you go further in life, you can do a lot of things with it. You can actually pivot a little towards engineering. You can do a lot of data stuff. You can, uh, you, you're, you can do, you can do the system design or like you can do a lot of stuff to having, having had a physics degree, mm-hmm. maybe not specific to one area. So it might be harder to penetrate the barrier of actually getting to the industry, but, but you, there are so many industries that you can actually get into. Um, that aside, I, I, I agree with the notion that Canver said, like initially it was, was, it was terrifying at the, because I spent five years after high school doing my own thing. I, I was relatively stable at the time-ish, you can say. But then I had to rattle the whole ship like it could actually sink down under me. Wow. And it was terrifying. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, it was. But then, as Canva mentioned, the, the higher goal that you have, the reason that you do these stuff, it just pushes away the fear and the, the fear becomes minimal. Interesting. Great, great stories for both of you. So right now, let us talk about our listeners who might be thinking about going back to school and the pros and cons. I want to analyze, is it worth, because of course we are talking about student debt here, right? So, uh, concerning the, you know, the cost in terms of time, in terms of money, as well as energy and so on and so forth. Let's talk with you first, uh, Kenny. Uh, what do you think about the pros and cons? When is it worth it to go back to school after you've left and you started a career? I think uh, it's worth uh, – I think any time is worth it if you decide to go back to school because uh, if it's important to you, you would make that choice. Uh, at the end of the day, it's the, the choices that you make. Uh, now, putting in the practicality in the picture, you have to think about, okay, if I'm going back to school, how am I funding my education? Am I using the money I saved up during my work? Or am I get, getting loan, student loan? Um, those are the questions that, you know, they would come come into the picture as you start thinking about going back to school. Um, but there's so many options nowadays, like you don't really have to uh, go for a full time. In my case, I had to go for a full time, which meant I had to quit my work. And so I did that. But there are options where you can continue to work and then you can do a part time master's, which uh, even if it takes longer, but you still have a degree, uh, a master's degree, it really comes down to the flexibility that you have or your employer might have. And but the, at the end of the day, I think the main question lies with you. What do you want? Want to do, do you want to do it full-time? Because the benefits of doing it full-time is that you're completely immersed in that environment. And you, um, for me, I would uh, I, I like to be immersed uh, in a school environment in the sense that I just don't want to focus on the courses, but there's so many other networks in school. There's library. There's the gym. You know, like there's so many things. There's uh, the bar. I know. That's right, buddy. There's the bar. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have some yeah, fun uh, as well, buddy. Why not? <laughs> we have a pub uh, on, on the campus called uh, Einstein Pub. So, Amazing. Uh, Love it, man. Yeah. Is that the U of T? Is it your University of Toronto? Yeah, it is. Dude, yeah. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> Very nice. Fantastic. So, so yeah, in terms, of, um, in terms of knowing those variables, I think money is obviously the, the biggest one, especially when you're in the work field and you've, you're earning money. So it's, it's, a, it's a change of pace because you won't be getting money, for example. But there's ways to you know, still make money. For example, there, there's 
opportunities on campus to work or you can still find a part-time job or if the work is flexible you can do part-time work at the same workplace um at the end of the day it's it's really comes down to the flexibility that uh, the degree provides and how much time you're willing to put. If you want to do another job, you have to then, you know, put that in the equation and then you have to think, okay, how much time can I focus on school? How much time can I focus on work? But at the end of the day, it's really, uh, I feel for anyone deciding to go back to school, that factor of just being back in that environment is big anyway. So it's, it's, it's not a matter of do you need to, do you want to find a job or not? But I think for anyone making that decision, just being back uh, in that environment would be the the most critical factor. Fantastic. Great point. So, Pujix, from your perspective, from those of our listeners who might actually be concerned to go back to school, what are the right conditions? When should they consider going back to school and how should they somehow uh, assess the pros and cons of doing so? Um, first, 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 I want to say something. Yeah, you should always go back to school. And I don't mean like necessarily university, meaning educating yourself. So that, that's, that's be that. a lifetime student. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So, so that aside, like actually going back to school to university and stuff like that, like a degree or something. Uh, as Cameron mentioned, there's so many variables. There's so many. First of all, so there's so many things you can do if you want to go back to school. So many degrees, so many ways to do it: part time, full time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then working at the same time, not working at the same time. Where are you funding? And so there's so many questions. There's so many avenues uh, here that you can take, and you gotta start a- answering those questions. And as you do, some of these avenues will be eliminated because what well, doesn't go with your answer to the questions and so then you will know the path better uh so one of the one of the reasons that you would go and change your sorry go back to school is you mm-hmm. want to change careers you want to change pace you want to go to a different field or you want to actually build on what you have which is mm-hmm. what canva is basically doing That's right. and and go further go go uh, go above and beyond but as Cameron mentioned like there's some difficulty sometimes comes uh, comes 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 your way and that is for example my to answer to a few of my questions was okay i want to continue studying but i at the same time have to provide for myself so i had to work and study i had to balance between the two uh, a little bit so it <clears throat> the result they had uh, and it does have still is that my gra- graduation may be pushed back i may take a little bit longer to uh, to graduate but at the same time i'm i'm providing for myself I'm, i don't have a full time but i have multiple initiatives uh, multiple r- uh, streams of incomes minimal but there, there are many of them. It suffices my life. So it's good. I eventually decided I don't care about graduating very quickly. So I answered these questions and I decided which avenue I want to take. Fantastic. So it's not like there, that's actually one avenue. It's either yes or no. Bravo. Love it all. So now that you've talked about this whole going back to school phenomenon and how it's uh, okay to do so, let us talk about uh, how we can later manage all of this uh, basically as and make it a part of our life. Earlier you mentioned that I had uh, to somehow study part-time because I ran out of cash and stuff. So now you have multiple sources of income and simultaneously you're studying basically. And of course, I should tell all of our listeners that all of those sources of income are legal. So please don't, don't be a hater. But, <laughs> but, but the the fact of the matter is that it's important to know all these details. But right now, uh, earlier, uh, Kenny mentioned uh, student uh, debts. And I'm personally not for debts unless it leads to making some capital. So let us talk about the costs and managing the costs as well. So uh, what are the chances that somebody who's been out of the school and has been busy and working can actually get a full scholarship to go back to school? Is that a, a possibility from your perspective? Because I don't have the experience myself. So Kenny, do you think it's possible for somebody who's been out of school for many years – working in the field to actually get a scholarship to be able to fund his or her studies? 
for sure there's uh so many opportunities people um uh if if you uh, most of the times uh at least um uh, through my own experience i've run into people who who were complaining about the scholarships but they didn't even know that there were some in place that they could have applied for um at, at the end of the day, uh, like for example, in UFT, uh, University of Toronto, they have a bazillion scholarships that you can apply for, and this goes not just for your undergrad. It's like they have for each specific program, and the idea there is that they understand the university understands that not everyone is coming from the same walks of life. People mm-hmm. have different financial situations, and they have things in place to help you out. If 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 you can't apply for scholarships, there's bursaries in place. If you if you can't apply for those, then there's student loans in place. If you, if that doesn't help you out, then there's personal lines of credit in place. Wow. Um, at the end of the day, the the fact of the matter is that you would get your study done no matter what. Interesting. Ways to get it done. Very good. Very it's, good. It's just a matter. It's just a matter of how much money you want. A scholarship. In the worst of the worst, you would have all the money in in the form of a loan, and then you'd have to figure out how you can pay it back. But even the government loans um, that you get from the government, uh, they do understand the fact that right after graduation, you don't have a job right away. So they do have uh, a, a period of free interest, and they can extend that period as well. So it's not like you have to give me give me the money back you they 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 let you take your time if you don't have a job but if you do then you know you can start paying it back uh, i think that question about money and how much you want to have a debt or how much you want in form of scholarship uh, if anyone who's in like anyone listening to the podcast there's definitely going to be an idea or a scholarship and this is not just for school you can apply for scholarships external outside of school wow. there's so many other um uh, initiatives that are happening and this would apply i'm pretty sure to a lot of countries um, but in 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 the sense that if your school is not offering then you can you know you can go outside and then you can find something there and then you know you can still get it funded fantastic so Pujix, what do you think about this funding of going back to school and what are the best ways to actually secure scholarships or make it easier or more cost efficient Right. And as so the first thing I want to get back to the point Cameron made is that there are so many avenues that people are actually unaware of and they're like complaining to, but then they're not aware of the existence of those avenues. So, so yeah, the first step is actually do your research. There's so many things uh, that, that can actually fund your, fund your uh, studies potentially. And, um, Look, at the end of the day, it comes down to, to, to your priorities too, right? Like if, if money is the only priority, don't go back to school. Like that doesn't make any sense, but, uh, it might, but then like not necessarily. But, uh, I, in, in, in a sense that, uh, like, Again, like I personally, one of the reasons that I am taking longer is to be able to to work at the same time, to be able to earn. So, like a lot. Although Pujas, like, you aren't always just studying and working. You're busy with some other stuff as well on the side, right? <laughs> well, it happens. Yeah, it that happens. takes time, buddy. Takes a lot of the nights out of the schedule. I know. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna name name three things that I do basically: <laughs> study, uh, uh, work, and live. So awesome. Call it- <laughs> you call it living. I don't call it living, buddy. I call it living beautifully and full of pleasure. I love it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fantastic. So, uh, well, yeah, that's so, so exactly that's the point. Like I, I talk to a lot of yeah, like younger minds. Obviously, I'm more mature than most of my peers by by virtue of going to back to school very late. Um, but when I talk to those those people, I, I see the tendency that they want to get out of the school as soon as possible and get into the workplace. And well, the reasoning. 
makes a little bit of sense because everybody thinks like that. I want to get out and make more money. But then I want to make money while I'm in school and get the experience, get the exposure, learn a lot of stuff outside of the classroom, which is, I think, very important. That's and right. I'm appreciating. So I don't care if it takes much longer to, to graduate. Uh, it's not an issue for me as long as I can afford it and as long as – which actually makes me more able to afford it when I take, take longer because I, I'm making money on the side. Fantastic. And, and it's like the I best have, of both I'm, worlds. Yeah, and I'm learning a lot. I'm, I'm getting to meet a lot of people. I'm getting to use the values of being a student because it always like a lot of things are a little bit cheaper. <laughs> being this yeah, exactly. That's right. Very <laughs> so, good. There are so many perks. So yeah, I mean, eventually there are ways to do whatever you want. You just gonna have to figure it out. Uh, I remember, if I'm not mistaken, I don't remember who this was, but I remember this quote. I don't know who's associated to. It says, "Either I will find a way." Or I will make a way. Wow. Love it, man. Love make it, man. Way. Fantastic. Great quote. Great quote. And since we don't know the author, we can just see it right now. It's our quote. That's right. Pretty cool. I love it. But with that, with that being said, you know, in this podcast, we want to uh, somehow appeal to both sides of the aisle and we like to be more uh, unbiased, uh, basically. So let's talk somehow against this as well. Could there be any arguments against going back to school and what types of people you might not recommend to do so? So let's go first to Kenny here. Are there any arguments against going back to school and what types of people from your perspective are better off just not going back to school? Look, I think if you if you're in a field where you are performing exceptionally, you're getting promotions, you know, like you're on top of the game and you are positioning yourself, uh, you know, to um, maybe, you know, like um, diversify, go in different avenues. Uh, the point there being that you know what you're doing and you're really into, you know, like you, you're fully invested uh, in that lifestyle, then it obviously would not make sense for you to uh, go out and uh, go back to school because you're not even thinking about it. That's right. Um, or, or, you know, even for people who are would be uh, invested in those kind of avenues and resourceful, you know, they would find ways to find courses online because there's a lot of uh, paid courses now. Uh, courses offered, for example, from Google, you can essentially, you can keep up to the game by wow. just, you know, uh, li listening to the courses offered by the industry experts, which, uh, which would probably go well if you're in the industry and then mm -hmm. people would know, okay, you're keeping up with the material or, you know, you're keeping up with what's going on and wow. then you're ready to learn more. I think with the idea of going back to school, it's very specific. Um, it's the, 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 the matter there is also, you know, you're changing your environment. It's not just uh, virtual. Some, some universities might be still be virtual, so you can do it part time, but, wow. uh, there's, uh, most of the paid courses online, I think are really, really good. Um, it, it basically gives you more than what you need. And nowadays, there's so many courses, especially with intro to web development and all that, where people are just enrolling in these courses and they don't even go to the university and then they just get out of the program and it's a, it's a five or 10 week intensive program. And then right after that, they have a job lined up without even going to university. Wow. So there are ways to, you know, like, what you want would obviously depend on your priorities. Um, but again, like if you're completely vested in your uh, work life, um, like um, I, I, I can give like stereotypical examples where somebody who's who's in the finance or, you know, like in, um, uh, I don't know, accounting or in management, you know, like those kind of roles are so diversifying 
each and every day that they need people who can, you know, like be a project manager and also be a scrum master, mm-hmm. you know, people mm-hmm. who can, you know, learn different skills on the job, you know, like exactly. make yourself not just limit yourself in one, you know, not just in management, but also, you know, bits and pieces of product management, you know, like if you want to be a product manager, a lot of those people have uh, management background. They don't have software background. That's right. Um, uh, and, and in terms of people who are like for software, it's like, like I said, there's so many courses and uh, online, there's cell study courses, you know, you find tons of information from the industry experts for free online in, in the form of blogs, in the form of websites. So you don't really have to go back to school. It's um, for, for those kind of uh, avenues, unless you, you know, you want to be in that kind of environment. And I feel like it's for some people going back to school might be, you know, to get an MBA, you know, accelerate your degree. And, you know, like with an MBA, you can, you know, pivot into a a manager career, for example, versus for somebody who want to, you know, like do research, you know, like be uh, like they like they've done that in their own time, but they want to, you know, they know some people in the school who are good, well-known researchers and they want to work with them. And that's the reason they want to be in school and they want to be in that kind of environment. So it really comes down to different, uh, but, in terms of not going back to school, obviously, if you're earning a lot of money um, and you see, okay, I'm earning a lot of money, it's providing for everything that I do right now. I, I own a house, I have a car, everything is being provided by the money that I'm making. If I go back to school, then, you know, like the money would be an issue. Then um, in that case, uh, it would not be viable for you to go back to school unless that's the thing you want, in which case you would then start figuring out, okay, what what do I need to do? You have to figure out your expenses. If you're not going to make that much money, then you have to cut down on your expenses, which could mean, you know, like you would have to, you might have to give away your car. So, you know, there's, for somebody who has the priorities figured out, if they want to go back to school and they know, okay, the the source of income is going to decline, it doesn't mean that you have to keep up your expenses at the same level. You have to drop them down as well. Very Um, good point. Unless you're, unless you're making the same amount of um, money during school and then you have to figure out okay i'm also going to the classes i'm also doing assignments but i'm also making the same amount of money so there's you know like okay like what am i focusing on here so maybe i should go back absolutely great point yeah so you're talking about the fact that you should consider your costs as well if you're making good Mm -hmm. money then why do you have to go back to school but again uh earlier on uh, pujix mentioned it's not always about money there are other factors involved as well Mm -hmm. that you have to consider so going back to pujix here right now so buddy yourself uh what are your arguments against going back to school and what types of individuals should not go back to school Look, um, for me personally, when, I, when I'm going to make a decision of something to do or something not to do, uh, wh- how I look at it is uh, why do I do this or why do I not do this? So I need a reason basically for, for that. And because everybody else is doing it is not a good reason because everybody else is going to school is not a good reason. That's why I honestly didn't go to school in the initially when I was 18. That's right. Although at the time I was like very young and, uh, and inexperienced too, but that was part of my experience uh, through life. That's right. Uh, so, so yeah, like if you don't have a good reason, and again, like a couple of decades ago without a, without a degree, it would be extremely difficult to get a job. Uh, and it wasn't as dynamic, right. the yep. business market market to open your own business. So, true. so it might have been more difficult and you had to actually do it. But nowadays, again, to get a job is not a good reason to go to school, in my opinion, and neither is because everybody else is doing it. So if you're going back to school, you better have a goddamn good reason. Absolutely. So, so yeah, if you don't have it, then don't do it because everybody else is doing it. That's, that's just right. stupid. 
in my opinion. And as 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 Kenver mentioned, like if if money is important to you, if you're making loads of money, then it's it's irrelevant to go back to school. But you have personally, I go back to school. I do educate myself. I do through go. Th- By the way, like as Kenver mentioned, like if you need a toolbox, if you need some sort of skill set, you can you can learn that being specific to a couple of courses, not going through four years or five years of undergrad. That's right. That exactly. Don't actually. So yeah, there are a lot of reasons actually not to go to school. But then I would encourage everybody with curiosity and uh, eagerness to learn to go actually back to school because if you have that fire, it's good to put fi- uh, put wood in it and m- make it more, make it bigger and bigger and bigger because it, then it, it uh, brings you success eventually. Fantastic, right. loved it. It was a I great just, discussion. To, go ahead. I just want to add on to Pujik's point here. In terms of going back to school, you're not just going back to school per se for the degree, but you're also you're also going to that environment. You're also going to you know oh, you're yes. meeting people. It's 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 not just about being in school like uh, otherwise everyone would be homeschooled. But so um, that social aspect of it is coming in the picture too. And you never know like what who you know you might find your next business partner there. You might find your next um, life partner there. You know like it's it's like life is full of you might find find friends that you can bring on your podcast. Right. Yes, and you also you <laughs> might, you also might find uh, unwanted pregnancy there as well. There's a lot of things you can actually find in there. <laughs> but overall, That's joke true. aside, it's so true because we ignore the fact that a university is like a small society. It's a very there's a huge social element to academic studies as well as university mm-hmm. attendance. So I fully agree with Kenny here in that it's not just about the degree or the information or the knowledge that you acquire by attending courses, but actually by, by being there and being around these wonderful yeah. people, these bright minds who can actually truly inspire you. So true. I agree completely in this regard. And it's a wonderful discussion. So we're running out of time here. Let's try to actually wrap up today's conversation one by one. So first, Kenny, uh, you're obviously going back in a couple of weeks. What is now your final comment regarding the, uh, the concept of going back to school after having been out for a while? I would say know your why. Why, if in my case, why do I want to go back to school? That is very important because in the face of uncertainty, in the face of being scared, that why is going to keep you going. Fantastic. If you have people questioning you, okay, why are you doing this? You, if that why is not, uh, you know, like if that's not certain, then who is, who's going to believe you? And if, if, if you know what you're doing, then, you know, like people will trust you because they know what you're doing. So, um, the, the fact of the matter is, um, know, uh, what you want to do and why, why is the key here. And, um, and it's, it, it, it makes sense for you to put the practicality in the picture because you've been in work. So you've been making money to also see, okay, if I go back to school, like how does that change things for me? Like how, how does that change my financial situation? My, my social situation, you know, like those, those questions are very logical because you've been in the industry. You've had that experience. You're not just fresh out of school. Um, and I think it's just, you know, going back to school uh, after, you know, work experience is, is, you know, like I feel like you have a different lens going back to school. Wow. Um, and you you see things differently. You interact differently. You know, it's uh, – I feel like because you have that experience, right? You have that work experience. You have – we've had um, coworkers. You've worked with managers, all that. Um, so I, I think um, – when you go back to school in that situation, it'll be it'll be really it'll be really interesting. Um, the why would uh, get you through it, and uh, you you never know. Like it's uh, once you're there, you it's just gonna be a whole different. You know, like things will be interesting. You know, like going back to school. I think a lot of people 
who do decide or who listening to this podcast who want to decide to go back to school um you being scared is natural but you know like there's so many good things waiting for you exactly great one and pujix what is your final thought about this concept um you know, uh, I, I never encourage people to go back to school, but I encourage people to get to the mindset to go back to school. And with the right mindset, I believe it, uh, going back to school is good for everybody, educating yourself uh, very academically. As Kanwar mentioned, that was the point that was missing from my conversation until he mentioned. The social aspect of it is huge. And he's one of those people that I personally know that uh, very much utilize on the social aspect on, in his undergrad. And I'm pretty sure he's going to do that in the next two years of his master's and probably further. Um, so, so, yeah, that's also another aspect that uh, for, for a young person, it's very good because you don't have a lot of communities be, be, beyond your family, so you can create those on your own. And for, for other people too, uh, you, you, get to, you get to create new communities of new people, different people perhaps, and get to know a lot of people. So that's one aspect of it that is always missing from conversations perhaps uh, that uh, I'm, I'm really thankful that he brought up. Uh, but eventually I think with the right mindset, everybody is fit to go back to school. So you just have to have the mindset. And if you don't, then it doesn't make any sense. No, just forget about it. Fantastic. Bravo. What a great discussion that I heard from both of you guys. And I really hope that if you want to enhance your future prospect in your career, as well as in your life, then of course, you always have the option of going back to school and using the tips and the tricks that was offered by Kenny and Pujix here. You probably now are a lot more able to do uh, and to make good decisions in this regard. That's all the time we have for. And uh, before we go any further, just want to tell all of our listeners, if you are listening to us right now on Podbean with the link that we provided in social media, please do us a favor right now and go to either Google Play and iTunes and try to subscribe to the show. Because once you're subscribed, you can get all of our notifications as soon as any show is ready. So if you're right now on Podbean, just it's going to take you literally 30 seconds to simply go to podcast app on the iTunes, basically, or you can simply use uh, Google Play to subscribe to the show and enjoy the content as soon as every uh, show is made available for our listeners. That's all the time we have for. Guys, I want to thank you so much. Pujix, uh, really, thanks a lot for arranging the whole things. And I no really worries. appreciate all your work. And Kenny, well, first of all, I'd like to congratulate you for going back to school. I wish you the best uh, in terms thank of you. your studies so much, yeah. and the social environment, all that stuff. But just be careful, buddy. You know, things could get a little <laughs> bit uh, problematic sometimes. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to wish you the best in that regard. And of course, that's all the time we have for. My name is Daniel Morgan, and thank you so much for listening to our show. Have a good one.